Hello, and welcome to another episode of Daily American Press's Chatting with Abby. Today, I want to talk a little bit about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard defamation trial and just some of my thoughts on it. I've seen a lot of conservatives either straight up ignore it or publicly announce that they don't care about it and generally express what I see as some misunderstandings about what it is and and why it could be significant for for us as conservatives for society as a whole so for a long time we have been kind of having this conversation about the me too movement and about hashtag believe all women and you know in the context of brett kavanaugh and even donald trump we have had the conversation about you know what it what it means when a woman falsely accuses and and how society is really bent toward believing women um without even without even investigating without even looking for truth obviously abuses happen and some of the men you would not suspect are abusers and you know whether that's physically or sexually or emotionally Abuse happens all the time. We, we have a really, really broken nation. We have really, really broken family dynamics. We have really, really broken dynamics between men and women. These things happen all the time. But um, the idea that you should just believe a woman uh, when she makes a claim without any type of evidence just because she's a woman is, is insane. But that's where our society is at, where men just get the short end of the stick on every single count and uh, there's this inconsistency in the feminist narrative that on the one hand women are equal to men in every way and can do everything and can even do it better and women should be should be treated equally in every way but then on the other hand we're we're constantly victims and we're constantly being victimized and we have to be believed all the time and given special treatment and 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 coddled and all of these things and, and all of that is, is untrue. Women can lie. Men can lie. Men can abuse. Women can abuse. And that's what this is about. So this trial is not a divorce trial. This is not a trial about who's a better person, Johnny or Amber. This is not a trial about, you know, who's more at fault, who's less at fault. No, this is a defamation trial. Johnny is suing Amber for falsely accusing him publicly, specifically in the Washington Post, of beating her. Now, Amber told lots of stories all over the place, and in the Washington Post article is just a specific kind of point of contact that, that Johnny has chosen to go after this defamation. Um, previously, you've probably heard, if you've been following this at all, you've probably heard that, that he lost a trial in the UK when he sued a publication called The Sun for defamation. And I think there's a couple reasons for that. Um, one, it's in the UK and their system is different and you know, not necessarily as friendly. Um, and also that he was suing a publication as opposed to the individual. So the dynamics of that case were different and the, the laws around it, the, the guidelines around that case were different. So now he is he is suing Amber directly in Virginia. Uh, reason being that the headquarters of the Washington Post is in is in Virginia. He's actually not that far. The trial's happening not that far away from from me. But no, I haven't gone and snooped on it, even though I've been sorely tempted. <laughs> um, he is suing her for a large amount of money, 
and in damages for for the harm the defamation has allegedly caused him and she is countersuing him for damages that his defamation of her has allegedly caused her it's it's kind of a interesting dynamic but there there's several ways the case could could work out he could lose and she could win they could both win they could both lose he could win and she could lose it's 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 all you know, kind of two different cases happening at the same time. So not only is, is Johnny suing her for, for defamation, but he is for the first time telling the world that he, a man is, is a victim of physical abuse, that not only did he not touch her, not only did he not do the things that she accused him of, but that he was the one being abused. And there is a, now famous audio, audio recording that's come up in the trial of Amber saying, you know, taunting him to do just this. She, she says to the effect, tell the world, Johnny, tell them that you, a man, are a victim of domestic violence and see if they believe you. And he is. And I think what he's doing you know, I'm completely on his side in this. Looking at the evidence, looking at what's been presented, I think that he's telling the truth and that Amber is lying. Um, and, and that's where my take is going to come from. You can have your own opinion. I encourage you to go seek out the, the information and come to your own conclusion. But um, that's the angle I'm coming from, that that this man was physically abused for years, that he's when he was young, he experienced physical abuse at the hands of his mother and he made and, and saw his father commit physical abuse as well and he made a decision to never do that to never to never be a physical abuser for all of Johnny's faults he's he's got a, a lot of issues um particularly regarding drug substance abuse you know alcoholism all of that uh, he, he made a decision allegedly to to, to not be physically abusive and it appears to all the evidence that he stuck to that 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 Amber has been physically abusive to him but that he has has not laid a finger on her so it seems to me that over the years Amber's story grew and grew that you know early on she accused him um, and that as she was rewarded for her accusations her accusations grew and Amber became a bit of one of the faces of the Me Too movement um, at the point where she published her Washington Post op-ed about uh, her experiences. She does not name Johnny by name, she speaks in more general terms in that article, but she really came, came out as one of the representatives of this movement, which is why so many people have turned against her, not only the people who are on, you know, against the Me Too movement in general, not only the people who don't want to believe all women just because they're women, not only the people who are on Johnny's side because they too have been victims of physical abuse and, and they want to see Johnny win so that they can have hope in the situation that maybe someone would believe them that they went through the same things. Not only are those people on Johnny's side, but also women who have been through abuse, who have really been through abuse, who feel betrayed by Amber for claiming to represent them while being an abuser, um, 
for for women who feel that her her false accusations have harmed their ability to come forward because the more women who lie uh, make it more difficult for women who have actually been through things to be believed and uh, that's why every every time we see an accusation from somebody on anything you know you should never accuse without evidence and taking something to the court of public opinion where you can just set an accusation out there and let it go let it go viral without having to back it up is is a really it's a it's a terrible thing about our society that that amber was able to just say things without ever bringing them to court and that that it ruined johnny's career it ruined his reputation he hasn't been able to work in hollywood for a long long time he was replaced on the harry potter movie his character uh was replaced he was replaced with a different actor for that character and uh amber has been wildly successful up until now because up until now she has not had to show the proof of her claims and now she does and now the me too movement as a whole this whole conversation this whole ideology and narrative of the believe all women thing is taking a massive hit because people are watching this woman on the stand lying in real time saying things that are not believable saying things that don't match the facts saying things that she's not able to back up with evidence saying things that evidence and other testimonies contradict Um, we're watching all of that in real time and so that's why i think that this case is so significant because it is a massive blow it's already regardless of which you know which way the jury finds which way this case goes this is already a massive crack in the me too narrative which is something that we've been wanting for a long time conservatives have been have been concerned with the me too movement for a long time not because we are for abuse as the left would like to claim not because we are against women as the left would like to claim but because we want to see actual justice and not just the court of public opinion always choosing the women in every situation and pretending that women are always angels that can never lie because that's just not true we need more more actual court cases and and on these things if if something actually happened we should see a court case and and not just this trial in the court of public opinion so i think it's it's significant and, and worth noting that the things amber is accusing johnny of in this trial are are more significant than anything she has said publicly before and they're criminal things I mean, this is a defamation trial but the things she's bringing up are criminal things and she never pressed charges now that's not to say that someone who has been through abuse has to press charges in order to be telling the truth. There are a lot of reasons why someone who has been through something awful would would not choose to go through the whole court process, who would want to to not have to to just move on with their lives, to just heal, to not have to litigate it, to not have to talk about it but amber has been very comfortable talking about it in any uh, context where she wouldn't have to prove anything and uh johnny hasn't been able to talk about it at all because anything he says he's known would be able to be turned against him and so this is the first time he's really been able to tell his story and i think that this is really the point of his trial it's not it's not about him earning all this money it's it really is about him 
potentially being able to get his career back, him being able to turn public opinion in his in his favor, it, being able to, to tell the truth and let people hear the truth about what really happened and to, so that people can, can watch Amber's life being picked apart in real time and understand what he went through and uh, be able to rehabilitate his image, his name's image, just even for his children's sake is, you know, on, on day one of Johnny's testimony, that was his primary thing that he said was that he was doing this for his kids and for the reputation of his kids. And, uh, that's, that's really big. Amber's lies didn't just hurt Johnny. They, they hurt Johnny's family, Johnny's kids. And, uh, they hurt, men in general, I think. I think that, that this case is, is a microcosm of a much larger conversation, a much larger problem. And so a lot of men in particular are watching this case closely because, because they've been abused or because they've been falsely accused or because they're scared they might be at some point. Um, this is, this is a significant case. I think that's worth keeping our eyes on, but I think that in a lot of ways, Johnny has already won, um, in a lot of ways that matter in the court of public opinion, I have seen almost a hundred percent support for for Johnny um, on Twitter. The media is still kind of split. Some are sticking to the Me Too narrative, and some are uh, <laughs> flipping to to Johnny's side. I think an interesting piece of this puzzle is that that Johnny had lost almost everybody who he had ever advertised with, who he'd ever done ad campaigns with. But there's a perfume that that stuck with him, that he had a, a special Johnny Depp scent in this perfume, and that perfume has performed better in sales than any other perfume ever. It's it's record-breaking, which is significant because it's a male scent, not a female scent, and it really is indicative of public support for him that the one brand that didn't, that didn't drop him, the one brand that didn't cave to pressure and drop him, is the one that's doing better than any other brand ever on, on his particular scent. And I am sure at this point, Fantastic Beasts, um, the movie franchise that dropped him, is regretting things. And I think that after this trial, we're going to see, we're going to see another Pirates movie, probably. Um, we're probably going to see Johnny Depp in some, in some movies. I think he's, he's going to get his career back. I think he's already won in, in the ways that matter, even if the jury doesn't, doesn't side with him. But I think that they will. This just watching the trial, I've spent hours watching the trial and trial recaps and things like that. And I recommend a channel on YouTube called Legal Bites. It's all one word: L E G A L B Y T E S. Legal Bites. Uh, her name is Alita. She's a lawyer, licensed in uh, California and DC, I believe. And she does some really has had some really really good coverage of this trial. There's a lot of people on YouTube who have been covering the trial, but she's the one I've been watching the most often. I think she has a really good apolitical. Um, just strictly legal, strictly interested, uh, but she's very much on Johnny's side uh, as a lawyer. She thinks that the evidence is really following his direction, and so she's also on Twitter at the same handle if you want to go check out you know, more details about this trial, but I do encourage you as conservatives, I do think that that, that this is a significant moment in in this conversation. So I encourage you to pay attention to it and and root for Johnny if, if that's something you want to do. So 
uh, I think an interesting thing that's that's popped up in this trial is that after leaving Johnny, uh, Amber briefly dated Elon Musk. <laughs> this this guy just shows up everywhere. Um, uh, one of the aspects of the trial is that Amber claimed to to not want anything from her divorce, and so she took the the seven million dollar settlement that that Johnny had had to pay her for the divorce and pledged that she was going to give it all to charity. And she has in fact not donated it to charity. It seems like every step of the way Amber has been trying to paint herself as this angelic victim who just wants to do good in the world and just doesn't, you know, doesn't want anything from it. But in reality, she's been, she's been out for her own ends and dishonest. And it ended up that Elon paid some of the donation that she claimed she was going to make to the ACLU. He, he donated that himself, which is interesting. So that's my really smooth transition into Elon Musk's Twitter takeover. Um, <laughs> uh, don't you love that? But he, Elon Musk, it, as you have likely heard, is is working on a deal to buy Twitter, which is currently on hold over the issue of what percentage of the platform is bots or scammers. And this is significant, and I think Elon has been concerned about this for a long time, long before he even began to this plan to buy Twitter, that especially in the crypto community, it's 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 really apparent. Um, the bots that co-opt Elon's name and that co-opt other people's names or push scams uh, of of cryptocurrencies and things like that. I think Elon has been especially aware of this issue for a long time because of the corner of Twitter that he's in. But all of us who are active on Twitter have met, uh, come across a bot, whether it's a porn bot or a crypto bot or just any type of scammer, we've all seen them. We see them all the time. We know that there's a huge percentage of them on the platform. And what Elon is alleging is that it is more more than 5% of the users are bots. He thinks it's, it's over 20%, if not closer to 50. And the number of bots that make up, the percentage of bots that make up Twitter users is really integral to Twitter's value as a company. If if an advertiser, Twitter makes its money through advertisers and advertisers pay for eyeballs. And if a huge percentage of the eyeballs they're paying for aren't real eyeballs, then Twitter is essentially defrauding advertisers if they're lying about the number of bots. And what Elon is claiming at this point, it appears, uh, that Twitter is actively covering up, that they know that the percentage of bots is, is much higher than 5%, but that they're covering up it up and lying about it and uh, just generally being really shady. And I don't know if you saw yesterday, I believe it was yesterday, that there was an exchange between the Twitter CEO and Elon on Twitter where the Twitter CEO, Parag, was, was basically saying why he was refusing to give an outside party access to be able to investigate how many bots there were. Because Elon is just asking them to prove 
that the number of bots is under 5% and they won't do it. And he's saying, you know, we can't move forward with this purchase until you prove, essentially, you prove what the value of your your platform is. You, you prove what the value of the thing I'm buying is. It's the same thing as if you're buying a house and you get the house inspection done. You You get an outside party to prove that the thing you're buying is as valuable as you're claiming it is. So that's the thing Elon's doing. And I, I've seen a bunch of people, you know, right and left, claim that, that, you know, well, Elon said that this wasn't about money and now he's making it about money. And maybe that's true. Maybe he's trying to um, lower the price he has to pay for this thing. And, you know, in and of itself, I don't think that, you know, anybody trying to get a fair price for the thing they're buying is is a bad thing. But, you know, even if the money doesn't matter to Elon uh, on the whole, I think that it's still fair for him to push the people he's purchasing from, to be honest. Uh, if If Elon can show that the Twitter is, is lying about something, or at least sway public opinion in that direction. If when he buys it, Twitter stock drops, he can say, well, it's because they lied to me about the number of bots. It's because when I went to fix things, things were not what they appeared. If Elon can prove that Twitter was lying about something as simple as bots, as as, as easily provable as the number of bots on the site, something apolitical like that, If he can prove that, the other thing that could benefit him in this is that it could make it easier for him to deal with some of the sneakier stuff, to to deal with some of the the sneaky algorithm manipulation and the the shadow banning and, and all of that. I think that Elon is playing a really complex game here and he has adversaries from every side. As soon as if this deal goes through, as soon as it goes through, he's gonna be dealing with the government, he's gonna be dealing with a huge amount of employees at Twitter opposing him. Huge amounts of people inside and outside the company who are standing against his mission. You know, him owning Twitter is not going to be a cakewalk to fix the things that he wants to fix. And while shadow banning and in, in, in bans like of Donald Trump and things like that are the primary concern for conservatives, one of Elon's you know, primary concerns is the number of bots and some of these other things. So he's got a mission. He's working on his mission. I don't think this is going to mean the death of the deal, but I do think he is, he's trying to accomplish something here in, in getting this number on bots and in, in holding off the deal due to, uh, Twitter potentially lying and, and misleading about the number of bots. So don't lose heart I don't think this is over yet. I think that he's he's playing a, a really intense, really uh, really complicated game here. So, whew, wish him well. Elon was smart enough to dodge the Amber Heard bullet, so he's he's probably smart enough to take over Twitter. That's that's my super logical argument. And with that, I'm going to leave you. I will see you on Twitter. Go check out Legal Bites. Keep an eye on the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. Keep an eye on the Elon Musk developments. His tweets have been hilarious lately. Jeff Bezos' tweets have been interesting lately. It's like all of a sudden Jeff Bezos realized that tweeting 
vaguely conservative things was working for Elon, maybe it would work for him too. <laughs> this guy cannot stop competing with Elon. Maybe he'll date Amber Heard next. Wouldn't that be funny? Anyway, I will leave you. See you on Twitter. <laughs>